What's up, lovers and friends? I'm Amanda. And I'm Marty. And welcome to the Crazy in Love podcast, where we discuss all things mental health, relationships, and the Black community. So, once again, we have another very, 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 very special guest, and I'm really, really, really excited to introduce the guest and the topic. Um, so our guest this week is Whitney Young, and I have known Whitney and one of her sisters since way, way, way back. When I say way back, I mean like riding a school bus way back. Um, <laughs> and she has been so supportive so far and like literally from day one. And I think I found the perfect topic for her. So I cannot wait to really just introduce her and introduce everything that we're going to talk about today. So without further ado... Whitney Young, she is married to her knight in shining armor, and they have two children, Carter and Cree. She's an educator and a child advocate, and she has a t-shirt and personalization business, excuse me, Tracy Chic Boutique with her twin sister, Brittany. So thank you so much for joining us, Whitney. We are so, so, so happy to have you. Hey, (laughs) y'all. Thank y'all so much for having me. I'm so excited. (laughs) yeah we're just happy to have you and really like you're one of the first people who I was like well you reached out and were like yeah I want to be on and I was like yes we'll get you know get this together so like people know we're not playing with you when we say like reach out to us and we'll bring you on okay (laughs) um but this week what we're talking about um and we're talking about navigating the grief of a parent which I know we've talked about a little bit before but then also how do you raise your children Um, while you navigate grief and like, you know, having those moments for the first time without that parent. So like, you know, when you're having children and you you know, have your baby for the first time, your mom's not there or things of that nature. So um, Brittany, well, Whitney and Brittany, both of her her and her sister, we like have the kind of that same experience. They've experienced it much longer than I have. So they have a lot more experience around navigating it. So I'm just really just um, thrilled that she was willing to share this piece of her because it's just something, you know, that's tough to navigate. So, and I really hope that this can help other people. Um, So can you tell us a little bit about your experience with loss and grief and how you made sense of the world after losing your mom? Um, I was so young. I had uh, just graduated high school. I graduated high school in May of 2007, and my mom passed in July of 2007. Wow. So, I, yeah, life was just, life was so crazy. And honestly, I just had to, I had to figure it out on my own. It was really, really hard. I thank God for my twin sister, Brittany, and my younger sister was, uh, I'm sorry, y'all, sometimes <laughs> but, um, my my younger sister um, was only 13 when my mom passed. So me and Brittany were, we had just become adults. And Kiki, my little sister, she was only 13. Um, I don't even know, to be honest. I have no idea how I made sense of life. Sometimes I sit back and think like, how, how did you get from there to here? Um, a lot of prayer. God is so good. God is so, so, so good. Amen. Um, I, I, to be honest, I, all I can say is it was God, um, the support of my sisters, because I remember uh, reading something, reading um, 
the overview and you were saying something about um, families coming closer together. Well, my mom was, she was the rock of our family. She was mm-hmm. like, she was the person in the middle that held it all up. And, you know, she, she held it all up. So it was hard. Nobody knew how to deal with it. My aunts, her sisters, my grandma, no, my, my dad. And that, I think that was the worst of it. Um, my dad. Um, and after my mom passed, 11 months later, my dad's mom passed. Oh. So it was like, you know, just one thing after the next, after the next. And we had a couple other family members that passed in 2007 as well. But, um, yeah, my, my grandma passed um, in 2008, in June of 2008. Actually, I think two days after me and Brittany's birthday in 2008. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was really rough. That's why I'm saying my memory is so foggy when it comes to that because I really, truly, I don't even remember. I, I remember, mm-hmm. but it, it, was a, it was a super long road. But I made it out of that. And like I said, I don't know how because my dad, it was like when they passed, he just clocked out. He got his time card and was like, all right, I'm out. I see you when I see you or whatever it is. And we literally had to figure it out ourselves. He, uh, my dad is an alcoholic. He, um, he was, he, what, what is it called? I don't know. He he used prescription pills, substance abuse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That um it's just been a long, long road and we're still on this road. It's what what makes it really bad is we're still on we're still on this road, especially with my um with my dad. But I have learned to and I'm not I'm not really great at it yet, but I've learned to put up boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know, to create boundaries for people. And my dad is one of those people that I had to, like, okay, this is your box. And you can't step out of it. You cannot step out of it. You got to stay right here if you want, yeah. you know, yeah. you want to be a part of me. But mm-hmm. I um, have created those boundaries. Um, sometimes, every now and again, we'll, he'll get sidetracked and decide he wants to come over my house unannounced. But, um, yeah, girl, another but, um, yeah, it's just been a, it's been a very, very, very long journey. It's been an extremely long journey. And it's so crazy because I've never sat in front of somebody and, you know, had a conversation like this about, you know, losing my mom and leading all the way up until now, but it has been a long rough, 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 rough road. It's, it's been, it's been rough. But, um, like I said, my husband is my knight in shining armor. He just, just came out of the blue, just swept in. <laughs> yeah, he gets on my nerves. He does. He does. No, you know, that's, that's part for the course. That's part for the course, but, but um, good. That's yeah, amazing. He, he, yeah, he's amazing. I, I've been how, in how, Go ahead, Marty. I'm sorry. How, go ahead. No, you're good. How long have you known your husband? I have known him since 2008. How long ago is that? 13 years? Oh, girl, yes. Yeah, and then what's so crazy is, y'all, I met my I met my husband through, uh, do we cuss on him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you cuss. 
Yeah, I threw a fuckboy boyfriend, ex boyfriend. It happens. Yeah, that's how I. Uh, that's how I. Uh, that's how uh, I met my husband, and he. He chased me all the way until I couldn't. Uh, he like <laughs> backed me in the corner, and I couldn't say no any anymore. But in the beginning, he he used to tell Brittany all the time, "I'm gonna sweep your sister off your feet." And I was ugh, I was so annoyed. But I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> with the real old self, sweeping somebody off their feet. But that is exactly what he did. <laughs> that is exactly what he did. And um. Yeah, it's been uh, all great since then. Like I say, get on my nerves and all of that. But um, of course, there have been things in between. Yeah. Maybe if we get to a question, I can explain some of the other things. But um, yeah, my husband's he's pretty amazing. I give it to him. I give it to him. Y'all don't tell him I said it. <laughs> well, maybe, well yeah. maybe he'll hear this. Maybe he'll hear this. You know. yeah. Right. Hey, I'll and, tell him too. I will. And the reason I ask, because I was about to say, so like in the beginning, it was just you and your sister together and your younger sister managing through it. So I was trying to see how long y'all had to do it basically on your own before he came to just at least supplement the help with her. Um, and he actually didn't even come in. Cause like I said, we were all so young. My husband is a year older than me. So we're pretty much the same age, but um, so like I said, we had graduated high school in 2007, and we were 18. My daddy was on some real effed up stuff, and um, we ended up not going. Y'all, when I say so much happened in 2007, so I'm going to rewind back to 2007 before I get to my crazy daddy. But um, in 2007, four days after Brittany and I uh, graduated from high school, our house caught on fire. Wow. So, yeah, our house caught on fire. So, when I tell you, it, it was just, it was pure hell. It, it was it was really hell. And, you know, me talking about it, thank God I made it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, our house burned up. And my mom, um, she was, she was really sick. She was, she was really sick. Because that, like I said, that was the end of May, and she passed July twenty third. So she was, she was really, my mom. She she was really sick. So the house burned up. Then my mom was really sick, and my dad he was in denial about. Uh, he was in denial about everything. It was just, it was so much. But once we. Uh, once my mom passed, me and Brittany, we went to live with one of our family members. And, well, I think Kiki came with us, too. We went to live with family members, and my dad ended up taking taking my sister away from us. He was like, well, she can't come over here, and she can't do this. So there were times where we didn't see her for months at a time. And it breaks my heart to even say it because we're so close. But uh, there were times that we didn't see her for months and months at a time. Um, but I will say after uh, she graduated high school, she graduated high school in 2011, maybe 12. I don't know. One of those. Somewhere years. around her. <laughs> but the day that she, the day that my sister, my younger sister graduated high school, um, 
she moved in with me and Brittany. Um, my dad, uh, he I don't know if he was drunk or whatever it was, but that morning of Kiki's graduation, he woke up, or I think Kiki said she went to ask, you know, to remind him that it was her graduation, and he was really snappy or whatever. And he was thinking that he had to go to work, but he had called off of work because, of course, it's his daughter's graduation. So he left the house, and I don't even think it was a mile down the road. He uh, had an accident. He knocked all the power out in Adamsville. Wow. <laughs> it's not funny. Uh, it's crazy. But he knocked all the power out. He was wow. so drunk and it is a lot, y'all. It is a lot. But once she did graduate high school, she did come to live with us. We were staying in a two-bedroom apartment before she came. And once, you know, we all decided, hey, we're going to live together, we moved to a three-bedroom so that she could have an, uh, she could have her own room. But from then, we've just been, I, my mom taught us that your sister is your best friend and don't ever forget it. You know, always take care of your sister that is something that my mama always taught us so we've always been there for each other the best that we can me and Brittany have always been there but like I said Kiki ended up having to stay with my dad and my dad got married several times it was it was a lot it was oh, a poor Kiki. Lot. yeah exactly poor her I it, it oh it breaks my heart to even think about it but we went through a lot, a lot of stuff. And yeah, we just, it, it's, it's been a long, long, long road. But I vow to not, you know, do the things that my dad did to my children. But yeah, it's, it's been a lot. It has been a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Well, like I said, thank God that he brought you through it. Cause oh yeah, I can't even imagine. Like, I really yeah. can't. Thank you for sharing, like, just opening up and sharing parts of your story with us. Like, seriously. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Marty, you want to ask the next one, or do you want me to jump in? Nah, I was letting you go ahead. Okay. So, <laughs> um, nobody obviously can replace your mom. Like, that is just a, we know that you and I both know that, I think, very well. Um so I do want to ask this, though. Have you been able to forge any relationship with, like, an older woman in your life that gives you, like, motherly vibes and motherly advice or kind of takes that role, like, maybe as a grandmother figure for your uh, children? Actually, I have. Um, my, my mom's sister. So my mama was the oldest. And Pam, the sister that I'm talking about, was the one right up under my mom. Um, she is pretty much our best friend. I feel like she stepped in and she's been doing all the same things that my mama would have been doing. She yeah. She's just amazing. Y'all, when amazing. I tell you, I can call her and say, uh, hey, what you cooking? Me and the kids are going to come over and we all get in the car. And we and, you know, she's cooking and stuff for us. She is amazing. And um, her becoming our children's Grandma, we really didn't even plan that. As crazy yeah. as it may sound, when I had Carter, um, you know, she she's always been my aunt. So she was Carter's aunt. But somehow, in a mix, I don't even know how it happened. She started being grandma. 
And I remember, um, it, it's like every time we've had one of our children, she'll tell us, like, I don't want y'all to think that I'm trying to take y'all mama's place and all of this and all of that. And I'm like, the fact that you even said this, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. It's okay. It's all good. She was really nervous about, you know, stepping up in that role. But she has done an amazing job. She's done an amazing job. My children love her. I love her. Everybody loves her. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, my aunt definitely has. And I have... No, I don't. Let me not even lie. But my aunt, she she's that girl. And my grandma, of course, my mom's mom, she is she is just the bomb.com. She, she just, she reigns supreme over everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. That's great. Because, you know, Baby, the babies need they they grandma. Yeah, and it's still hard, you know, not having my mama, but mm-hmm. she makes it a lot easier for us. She makes it a, a she makes it a lot easier for us. So I'm thankful. <laughs> That's good. yeah, That's and good. It, and I think it's real good that you actually have someone who's still there for the advice that you need because. Mm-hmm. I we're I think we're the same age, and I think it's really good to just have someone who, where you need help and, and guidance, especially being the quote unquote oldest child, you kind of need the advice from someone else that isn't you, because sometimes you take on a lot of that responsibility that you not in, intending or intentionally trying to have. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. In the very beginning, um, me and Brittany. Uh, we realized that we weren't really helping each other when it came to grieving about our mom. Because it's like, I lost my mama and you lost your mama and we're going to cry together and we're going to talk about all of the stuff that we lost and we don't have anybody, you know, we don't have that other mediator to say, okay, we know that this happened. Let's figure out how we get from here to here. So it is always so, so good to have that, you know, that outside person that you can talk to. Because me and Brittany, it was like the blind lead the blind. Both of us, yeah. <laughs> both of us are grieving. We don't know what to do. We're giving all of this advice to each other that probably didn't even make sense at the time. But yes, it is really, really good to have somebody, to have somebody else. Yeah, and I can only imagine at 18, the advice I would have gave my 18-year-old self. Like, I've always been good at advice, but that's not the one I'm good at. So, 18-year-old me talking to an 18-year-old twin would just be like, hey, we here. Like, we trying. I don't know what to tell you, though. Right. Sometimes we would wake up and we would be in a good mood. Other days, we would wake up and both of us crying. Brittany crying and I look at her, I'm crying now. So, <laughs> it was just a whole big old pity party. It was crazy. It was crazy. But we did help each other through it the best that we could, the best that we knew how. And that's really all you can do in the moment. Yeah. Especially at 18, that's so young. Yeah, yeah. and oh, and see, when I was when I turned 18, my, we were so sheltered. We didn't get to go anywhere. The most that we did was went to we went to football games on a Friday night. But before my mom passed, me and Brittany had never gone to the movies or anything by ourselves. We hadn't done anything by ourselves without our mom. So when she left, it was like a just a blank 
it was like we were living in a blank world, like nothing. We didn't know what to do. We had no mm-hmm. idea. Even when she passed, we didn't even have our driver's license. Oh, wow. We didn't even have our license. We had our permit. But see, my mom was sick, so we didn't get a chance to go get our license and all of that stuff. But we still weren't driving, no. We didn't know. We didn't know. <laughs> you know, we figured it out. And y'all, thank you, Jesus, I didn't get any tickets or anything. But we were driving on our own for a while before we got our license. Of course. Um, <laughs> and my dad, I just remember, we did not have a car. Um but my dad, it was when Chrysler 300s very first came out. Yeah. My dad had one, and it was probably a freaking impulse buy or something. It was really dumb. But anyway, we had this Chrysler 300. My mom drove a, a, a Suburban. It was huge. So my dad knew not to give us that. So the fool gave us the Chrysler 300. <laughs> and y'all, the, three, the Chrysler 300 had a freaking Hemi in it. So yeah. you can tap the pedal and you shoot across the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, y'all, and it's so crazy. Listen, me and Brittany, when we did finally go to take our driver's test, our stupid selves took it in the uh, Chrysler 300 and both of us failed. We both <laughs> failed our test. It was so terrible. It was terrible. But uh, yeah, we finally got them. Well, I was saying, did y'all go take it on Arkadelphia? Because it's hard to go take your test over there. I failed my t- test the first time too. Yeah, they were so they. Those were so <laughs> mean. They so disrespectful in there. So right, and then we found one lady that was nice enough to even tell us, "Hey," and I, as soon as she told us, "Hey," I told my grandma because she's the one that took us. I said, "Hey, I want her to do my test." So we're trying to bob and weave and maneuver so we can get her as our person. It worked out. I think it worked out for both of us, but both me and Brittany, we got our uh, licenses on two days, two two different days yeah. because of all of my health problems. And that's another thing. Um, I have MS. I have mm-hmm. multiple sclerosis and I found out that I had it. My mom passed in July and I found out in August that that's what it was. That's what I had. Wow. Been oh, wow. But yeah, and um, the reason that me and Brittany didn't get our license on the first um, together um, is because, you know, you have to look in the thing and tell them the, the mm. letters and stuff, look in the eye thing. So the lady tells, she told me, she said, okay, read this, uh, read these letters for me. Look down inside of it. And I'm, I'm looking down and I'm like, oh, lady, plug this thing up, plug it back up because it's not working. It was pitch black. I couldn't see anything. And the lady was like, well, it was just working for the person before you. And I'm like, well, it's not working for me. And the lady walked around to where I was and she looked in there and she could see something. I just couldn't. Um, oh, wow. I was having, yeah, I was having a, a relapse. Oh, goodness. Okay. I was having a relapse with my MS. I don't know if I had found out yet or I think I had found out already. But I was having a relapse. I had uh, optical neuritis where I could only see out of my peripheral vision. Yeah. Oh, wow. I could only see out of my peripheral vision. And then eventually it all went away. So it, it yeah, it's been a lot. It has been, it's been a lot. But um, like I said, with prayer and if I smoke crack, maybe a little crack. but yeah so 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 has that experience um 
made you change how you might want to raise your kids like as far as like being sheltered or not or being out a little bit more or like knowing a little thing especially once they get older oh yeah for sure for sure um i want my children to know the basics of of just being out on your own because we didn't have that yeah. we didn't know anything we didn't know anything i didn't even when I, I didn't I didn't know how to do anything. Um, but yeah, of course, I definitely want my children. I just want you to at least know the basics. Remember the stuff that I repeat all day, every day. Remember that stuff. It's gonna be useful one day. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yes, it, it definitely, it definitely, definitely has. And it's taught my experiences have taught me the things that I will not do with my children. And you know, because after right after my mom passed. We didn't go and live with my dad. We went and lived with my mom's sister. And I feel like, why? Yeah. <laughs> why? Because Amanda, you know what we lived there. I mean, we, mm -hmm. we weren't in the biggest, uh, we weren't in the biggest house or anything, but right. we were good. A nice house. That's a nice house. Yeah, yeah. We, we were good. We should have been in our house, in our comfort zone. That is the least that we could have had. And we didn't even have that. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, and I want my children to know. I just want them to, um, to be able to fend for themselves. I really, I really do, because I, I didn't have that. I didn't have that after my mom passed. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. So when you found out you were pregnant, like both times, how did you feel navigating that experience, like without your mom? And then did you ever feel sad about your children not being able to physically know her? Yes. I'm, I'm answering the second question because the first question... What, what was the first question? <laughs> um, how did you feel about navigating... How did you feel about navigating your pregnancies um, without your mom? It was it was hard. I will say that. And then my situation in particular. I was young. Young, dumb, and stupid. But um, Carter... Now the world is about to find it about to find out but um carter has a sperm sperm donor he is uh uh f boy to the hundredth power mm -hmm. um but it was really it was really really hard because i did not have the support from his sperm donor but see that's when my husband came in and mm -hmm. right on in but um floyd my husband has been with me since I was maybe about eight weeks pregnant with Carter. Um, oh, it wow. was really, it, yeah, Marty. That's all I'm saying, dude. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I remember when I um, when I told my husband that I was pregnant, we weren't dating or anything. We were just really good friends. But mm -hmm. I remember telling him, hey, we went to Applebee's and I cried so bad I could barely even say anything. But I remember telling him that I was pregnant and that he didn't have to be my friend anymore. And when he told, you know, when I told him that, he looked at me really crazy. And he told me that he was going to take care of me. And from that day, he didn't take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I really, really miss my mama when it came to having my babies. I wanted my mama to be in the hospital room. Me, Of course, you know, Floyd has mm -hmm. always been there. My sisters are there, my grandma, my aunts and everything. But it's just nothing 
like your mama. Yeah. There's nothing, nothing like your mama. It, there are times when I have a stomach ache, and all I want is my freaking mama. Oh, girl. So it's hard. It's hard. It is really hard. And I, and I know that she would have enjoyed her grandchildren mm-hmm. so much. And it's about to make me cry right now. But I, I'm not gonna. I'm a, I ain't gonna cry. Right, I ain't gonna cry. I'm gonna keep it together. I'm gonna keep it together myself. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not helping. But, um, yeah, it, it it has been uh, extremely. It's been extremely hard. But I I definitely keep her alive. Um, my children know her. They know her. Um, I have a picture on on my mirror in my bedroom, and every night Cree says. That's my grandma, and she's so proper. Cree, Cree is she has like a, a northern accent. I don't know where it came. From. I don't know where it came. From. We are the southernest southern people, and Cree has a northern accent. But um, she she'll say, "Yeah, that's my grandma, and she's in heaven." And she talks just like this. It's terrible. Aww. Yeah, that's that's my grandma. But they know her. They they know her. Carter does too. I, you know, I have definitely kept her alive you know, alive and well with my children. Have you and um, Brittany done stuff together with like all y'all's kids to talk about and honor your mom? Oh, yeah, we all we talk. We talk about her often. Now, I will say something. Since 2007, since my mom passed, I have um, never been to her grave. I've never been to her grave. I just I don't know. I I know it's real. I guess that kind of makes it more real. And then I don't. I don't even know. I don't know. But um, so we don't do that. Uh, I think Brittany has been a couple times. But as far as uh, doing something with the kids and things like that, yes, Brittany. Um, and it's so crazy. Brittany, she had a miscarriage before Marcus, and her due date was October the sixth. And October sixth is my mom's birthday, mm. and her new baby that uh, she's having is due July twenty third, the day that my mom passed. Oh, so wow. I just feel like God kind of keeps us, you know, He kind of keeps us, uh, keeps us together. Don't He doesn't let us forget, you know, even if you know there was a chance that we would forget. But I, I feel like God, God does all of those things for a reason. But he we does. definitely keep her. We keep her alive. We we definitely do. We definitely do. That's good. That is. Sorry y'all for the pause. We were looking at stuff. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, because I, I think you kind of covered question four too in the in the talking or not question five. Question five. Right. So. Actually, you asked all the questions. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> I told y'all I talk so much. I don't know how to stop myself. Somebody could have just been like, hey. Look, yeah, I talk so much. But to- that works perfectly, though, because it, the fact that you answered the study we were going to ask anyway works out in our favor. So we don't have to like stop people to like answer questions. But also, it kind of like, so that we're on the right page anyway. So that makes me feel good about what we the way we're doing stuff right now. Yeah, so it's all good. It is all good. Yeah, so uh, with prayer and therapy, I'm still here. 
God is good. Prayer therapy. Amen. Oh, Amen. Because, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's real. That's very real. <laughs> so, very very real. there we go. There we go. You brought up therapy. How long have you been going to therapy? Y'all, my crazy feels. They say that 30. Amanda, are you 30? Yeah, you're 30. I am 30. Yeah, I'm 30. I'm 30. I'm 30. Yeah, 30 I'm about to be 31. 30 is for the birds, first and foremost. But um, I started going to therapy uh, almost a year ago. And I'm so mad at myself that I'm just now starting. Um, We went to me and my sisters and my dad went to, I guess that was kind of therapy. I don't even, I don't even know, but me and my sisters went off on the man so bad. <laughs> we went off on the man so bad. Oh, we were just so upset, but it it was the guy that uh, was there, you know, it was right after my mom passed and, you know, he was asking us how we feel and we just pouring our feelings out and we're upset and angry and this and that. And he was like, I understand where you're coming from. And I said, have you lost your mama? And you know that MF told me no. And I said, and you can get out of my face. And that was the end of that. And I've never, yeah, we've never been back. I haven't been back until now. And I absolutely love it. I love it. It is so therapeutic. Some, just an unbiased person that will just sit and listen to me fuss and cuss and cry or whatever I do. Yes. That's part of why I'm still here, Martin. Therapy. Yes. yes. It's so great. But yeah, you have to find a good one. You really hit on a, a point. If you find somebody who ain't good, it can really turn you off. And yeah. leave you hanging there for a while until you think you are brave enough or feel good enough to do it again. What brought you into the space where you were like, okay, I'm ready to try again? You know what? Um, my best friend, uh, my best friend Jasmine was telling me that she was going to therapy. And I'm like, hey, I want to go. As much as I like, I want to go. And she gave me her number. She gave me um, Kristen's number. And I literally text her that same day. And Kristen had me set up for an appointment. And me and Kristen been best decisions. Sometimes I pick up the phone and call her, but I know she's going to charge me if I call. That's what I tell when I get the uh, therapy. Hey, you know, I almost called you. I really almost called you. Because these people crazy. <laughs> but yes, I, therapy is one of the best decisions that I've ever made for myself. Yeah. It, it really is. I want my husband to go. I want him to start going too. Me too, girl. Me another too. Another for another day. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm I'm work I'm shipping away at him. He's he started to look for a therapist, so that's you know one step. All right, yeah. well, that's, that's the biggest step. At least he's doing that. At least he's doing that. Do you go to uh, therapy, Martin? No, I've been looking, but I'm also looking at the prices too. So kind of in between. <laughs> you know, my girl. Um, well, I am on my husband's insurance. <laughs> I, don't I, I don't pay that. I don't pay that much. I think I paid twenty five a session. But oh, that's not like, bad. Brittany, that's not bad. No, it's not because Brittany, when Brittany was going, I think she was paying forty a session. And yeah, find somebody that, that uh 
that help the broke folks like us. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, just uh, playing. I don't know if you broke, Marty. Let me look. Nah, nah. I'm broke. Look. <laughs> it's, me and these, it's me and all these. Hey, kids. no, we we don't look. speak brokenness. We speak. Uh, we just low on funds right now. God will bless us. He supply all our needs. That's I, I put, like, there you go, Amanda. There you go. There you go. I am single income. That's that's that, that's what I am. Yeah, he, he's single income, no kids, so it's kind of hard. It's struggle. Yeah. The government don't like you when you don't have kids and you're single. And that is so bogus, Marty. Listen, don't be going around here having no kids. It ain't what it. Listen, all them cute pictures and stuff. That's what I tell everybody. All of those cute pictures of those cute kids, it's my kids. Do you know how long it takes to get that one cute picture? It ain't worth it, Marty. It ain't worth it. It is not worth it, Amanda or Marty. I'm just kidding. Kids are, children are a blessing. Children are, um, they really are a blessing. The only thing that I wish, I just wish that um, before my husband, I wish I had not had kids before I got married. Only because I I would have loved to spend you know some spend some of that time with just me and my husband, but Carter was there before the wedding, so yeah, yeah. good time. So good he's time. always yeah. been our little sidekick. He's been our sidekick. Yeah, take our time, kids. Wait till you're forty. I would. But at this rate, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, Marty, Marty ain't worried about it. He he got to find somebody. We gonna find him somebody though. We can find yeah, it's gonna work out. And then see you just down the street for me, Marty. I'm glad Amanda ain't looking for nobody because I can't send nobody to no dog on. Oh Mexico. well, see. I don't even know how to say that. Yeah, I, I'm glad I found somebody before I came up here too, because it, it would be a dire situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But thank you, Whitney, so much for coming on this episode with us. Like, I really do appreciate it. I know I'm not a do too. This is good. It's um, already good. I already know it's already good. <laughs> thank y'all so much for having me and my talking self. I appreciate it. I, I really enjoy talking to y'all because I only talk to my sister and my kids and my sister. That's it. Well, then we feel uh, <laughs> Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yes, and, and we should do this again one day, one day, one day. Yes, yes, yes definitely. we definitely should. Yes, yeah, and thank y'all. Choosing, we should do, we should do one on uh choosing the right uh parent for your kid, the other parent. Yes, I would know what. <laughs> Let us write that down real quick, right? We already got that on the back. So <laughs> really Listen, I have to be on that one because I can go on and on and on, yeah, and. You know what? Wait, wait, wait till we finish. I got you. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 gonna, we gonna talk after this. We gonna talk after this. Okay. All right. So once again, thank y'all so much for listening to us. Please remember, we do want to hear from you. Uh, please hit in the letters with questions, comments, or feedbacks or future topics for us uh, to crazyinlovepod at gmail.com. Once again, that's crazyinlovepod at gmail.com. Uh, please rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Uh, please leave a comment on there also. It'll help us reach more people. And thank you again for listening. Yes, and, thank you. And thank you, Whitney, once again for being on here with us. And yes, we enjoyed you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. We will talk to y'all next week. 
Feel. Feel.